Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Numbers Podcast with Kathy. If you are on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, like, and share my videos and comment below. Even if so, if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube if you want to comment on this episode or any of my other episodes. Most of the people who um, are on the show are watching those comments and they talk back or they just like watch them. (laughs) But I comment. I try to comment back to every single person that leaves a comment. So if you want to talk about the show... Go to YouTube, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I got a channel on there. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show and write a review if you can. A good reviewer, just give me five stars. That's super easy. Uh, What else? I'm not taping people right now unless you're a female or you have like the craziest story that you think I've never heard before. Okay? Those are the only two people I will tape. The crazy story like, or the female. Or you're a female. Um, and so if you want to be on the show because you fall into those two categories, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I still talk to people uh, like, I don't I don't know what you call it, consulting. I still have private phone calls with people. If you want to call in and talk to me about your private life or your secret life, talk to me off the record. I don't tape it. It's all done on the down low. You could pay through PayPal or you could join my Patreon. I do that. It's like $65 for 45 minutes. You could sign up for that, like I said, on Patreon, or you could send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. We'll set that up. Uh, What else? Oh, Patreon. If you want to join my Patreon, I have all new stuff on there. Of course, I have my pantyhose tier. I call the guys on there my hosers. So if you're into pantyhose, you got to join there because there's so much fucking content on there. You will love it. It's only $7 a month. But for everybody else, what I have is uh, if you want to get these episodes early and see anonymous pics of my most famous guests like most of the girls I have picks of they're anonymous they're not like dirty like I'm not putting porn up on my fucking site okay but some pictures are sexy but they're all pg-13 or maybe r-rated but there's nothing like like I said I'm not you know they're not nude photos or and you're not going to see who somebody's is right so their faces are black either blacked out or cropped out but you could see a lot of them and get somewhat of a picture of my guests if you want to see those pics I have Molly, I have Christine, I have Ashley, I have, who else do I have up there? Dr. Guy and his girlfriend. Uh, Chloe, Betty, they're all there. If you want to see their pics, as well as the guy I have on today, if you want to see his pic too, as well as future guests, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Again, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Uh, I think that that's it that I got to pitch. Today I have a guy named Wesley. Now, Wesley is the infamous black bull. 
right? I've had so many guests on talking about wanting you to have a black bull come in, wanting to watch their wife with the black bull. You know, I'm always hearing from the person having the experience with the black bull, but I've never had the actual black bull on an episode and Wesley is the first one to call in. I've had it. I, after he called in, it was like, I had a couple people email me. So I'll have more black bulls on in the future. But, um, Wesley is my first and, uh, he calls in and talks all about, uh, you know, how he got into it, all the couples he met, he's met with tons of couples. He's, uh, you know, he talks about where he met them, how he met them, what he would do what he thinks the whole turn on is with the whole black bull, why he's turned on by being the black bull. He, uh, he's definitely, you know, plays that part. Well, (laughs) he's also into, he travels a lot and he's done a lot of, you know, pay for sex, uh, stuff when he travels. And we talk about that at the end. Most of the episode, we talk about the couples that he met and the experiences. He goes into detail of what he did with these people, all these, uh, you know, he has like one couple who's like planning to take him on vacation with them. You know, he's uh, the black bull is a very coveted <laughs> person, right? Uh, he's had a lot of experiences. He talks about them. And then, like I said, at the end, we do talk about his travels. He travels the world and uh, in places where it's legal, he has paid for sex. And, he, and it's interesting how it's set up and how it goes down and what you do and how much you pay and how it works and what he does with the uh, escorts there. We talk about that at the end. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Wesley. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, Hey, Wesley. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you. So listen, Wesley. Okay, I'm rarely talking to the black bull. Okay, I've had a lot of stories that involve, right, black bulls, but I'm never talking to them, right? (laughs) I'm always talking to the person who is obsessed with them, who saw them at the pool across the way, right? Like, have you heard those stories? I've heard those stories, but I've I've never yet talked to the actual bull. I don't think so, right? You've been in the lifestyle for a long time. Uh, You did also say that you have traveled a lot, so you've had a lot of paid SEX, right? (laughs) Because in other places, it's legal, not like here in America, where I think it's only legal in Nevada. Um, so right. you probably have a ton of stories to tell me, but let's start out with like the whole black bull thing. Like, w- how does that come about and how do you decide to be one or when is your first inclination that that's who you're going to be? Or I don't even know what a black bull exactly means. So explain. Okay. Well, I, um, I guess I started back in like 2002, 2003, mm-hmm. um, uh, from curiosity and probably some necessity too. Um, I started on Craigslist when Craigslist was probably about two years old. So it was a really a good, uh, source to meet people, yeah. couples and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a, it wasn't as risky as it is today. It was legitimately a, a place that worked very quickly. And so that's why I started. I, I just curiosity. I've always been a very uh, sexually curious man, mm-hmm. and uh, just the vanilla, the vanilla side of dating it just wasn't my thing. Um, although I've done tons of dating, I, I just I needed this this the itch it had to be scratched a certain way. So I had to go into I guess the whole role of a bull and swinging, and that's oh. where I began, like two thousand and two. 
Yeah, so now listen, I know all about Craigslist because the first two years of my show before I had like so many listeners, I had to like work it to find guests for my show. I was always putting posting ads or, or emailing people on Craigslist. So I know what goes down there and everybody was on there. Everyone that was looking for this kind of stuff, like that was the go-to place, right? I can't tell you how many people call me up now or email me like, where do I go? And where's the cr- new Craigslist? Like what has taken over for Craigslist? Because they don't have those personals anymore. But what did you exactly right. go looking for in that scenario? You know what I mean? Like back in the day when you started, were you looking for couples that were looking for a third person? Were you looking for a woman? Were you looking for a man? Like what, what were you, what were you on there looking for? Well, I uh, was looking, I guess it was just, you know, you know, you, you just uh, cycle through the ads and then you see an ad that sticks out to you that you, uh, that made uh Turn you that on. you may fit into very easily yeah, yeah so uh-huh. you may say like you know couple looking for a black man right so is that to, the kind of stuff you wife. saw right so, so is that the kind right. of stuff you saw in the beginning that you were like oh that's kind of interesting right right it was straight straight to the point white couple wants a black guy yeah uh you know you know and here's the number or right. email, and then that's where it started. Yep. And now, how old were you back in that? Like, how old are you now, or how old were you in 2010? I'm, uh, I'm 46. I'm 46 now. So right. I was, uh, yeah, I'm 46. I was in my late 20s or early 30s then. Um, okay, so had you been but, there, uh, done all kinds of stuff, like with, uh, like sexually, and you were just getting bored, like you said, that's why you went onto Craigslist. So this was going to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't like I. Uh, needed sex or like i was addicted to it it's yeah. just the, it was just the style of the lifestyle itself yeah the secrecy and the, the the ability to have different women and not ha- be like emotionally connected to them really drew me to that right 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 interesting right. right you were looking for and it was like mainly basically really vanilla with the people that you were meeting in your regular life so you were like trying to live out your fantasies more through craigslist because yeah, you knew definitely. That you more right so now what was like your first right. experience was it was the first thing that you did respond to an ad that was like a couple looking for a black man and then did you have that experience was that like what was your first experience yeah, well, if I can recall correctly, my first experience was with a couple. Um, it was the, the guy was like a tattooed, very muscular guy. Mm-hmm. And his wife was a, a tall brunette. Um, she was about 5'9", great plump ass, which I like, long legs. Her feet were ugly, though. I love feet. Her feet were so unattractive. <laughs> but she had a pretty... She had, oh, that's I know, funny. That I sucks. Love feet. You, and, no one's perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They were Italian. She was Italian or like Italian Spanish looking. So she had beautiful black hair, pretty face, yeah, great tits, nice plump ass, and a fat hairy bush. That oh, I, that you I liked? Loved, okay, interesting. That uh-huh. I liked. Mm-hmm. And then it, I mean, if I recall, it went very quickly. It was like the meeting is like the the initial contact was like, okay, send us pictures. I sent them pictures with my shirt off and whatnot. And uh, they were like, okay, meet us here, you know, tomorrow at this hotel. I'm like, okay. And, and I wasn't nervous at all. And I, re- I remember sitting in my car and watching them pull up. And she was kind of like, lo- like ducking in the, in the passenger seat. I'm like, holy shit, what am I getting into? Right. And then, right. But the, they came out. We went into the hotel. They booked the hotel room and I went in after them. And then, you know, we chatted very quickly. And then we 
we started fucking and it was good. It was very good. Um, she was, uh, she, she was just really sexually like fulfilling for me. And uh, her husband went after me. I went after him and it was great. And that was it. I never heard from them again. And that was years ago. Right. But now when you say the husband went after you, you went after the husband. Does that mean that you're bi and you fool around with guys or? No, no, no. I'm a hundred percent. Oh, you mean after you, like you banged her and then he banged yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you that's banged her. He banged her, right, yeah. Yeah, he may watch or I may be fucking her doggy. He, right. She may be giving him head and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she okay. was really like, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So, it was great though. And they were hot. You were attracted. You were. She was hot. You were attracted to her. Besides her feet. Yes, I was attracted to her. Everything other than her feet. <laughs> she was really attractive. Yeah, she was really awesome. attractive. She was very tall, mm-hmm. and um, her, her pussy. I just remember was very fat. Right. And it had some hair on it. And uh, I remember, like, the first thing I just couldn't, I couldn't wait to do was just to spread her legs open and like bury my face in her pussy. Is that something that I really enjoy? Uh-huh. With sex, mostly more than anything else. Actually, I love uh, going down on eating. Girls. Yeah, you love. I love it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so now that was like a really like it sounds like your first experience was a great one, right? They you never hear from them, right. so you just go back and then now do you start googling and looking for that exact kind of scenario, or were there a lot of people looking like a lot of couples like white couples looking for? You know, a black guy. Oh yeah. Fuck. Oh yeah. I mean, many. I mean, years ago in the early two thousands, yeah. The the, the the swinging um, uh, atmosphere was great because it was authentic. It wasn't many picture collectors. It was like real people wanting real black men. Yeah. And um, so I took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've had uh, maybe a couple of more experiences in the, the state I was in before I moved to my friend to another state, and I continued there. Right. But I also remember there was another couple I met. She was very attractive, a MILF. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, again, was a... They weren't married, but they were like... Uh, like they were in a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I, I met them at like a Hilton hotel. So, you know, it was a nice environment. And uh, we fucking, that was actually my first DP that I tried. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, which I actually loved DP. And uh, I was, I was actually, I was actually in the top. And uh, she, and he was underneath her. And um, that was the first time I've ever done DP. But when he wanted me to do it, I'd never done it before. And when he wanted me to do it, I kind of just clicked in and I knew what to do. I I'm not really like a guy that likes head a lot. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll take it, yeah. but it's not like a lot of guys get off on head. Yeah. Me, it's really not. I like to please. That's what I, how I get. I like to please a woman. That's why you like but, going uh, down she, on girls. Yeah, yeah, that's like yes, a very really pleasing do. thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, and um, she gave great head. I mean, like like really good head, and I could barely stand when she was giving me head by the bed. Right. And, uh, she, yeah, she was very good. She was very attractive. She was short, nice, great tits. And uh, we did the DP. Um, she could barely take it, but we did it, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And, and I, from that point on, I was like, okay, this is something I really, really enjoy. Right. And now, did you see that couple more than once? No. You know, initially, I, it was just like I meet these people, and then that would be it. Yeah. I mean, um, you also have to remember back then, it, I mean, it's still taboo now, but it may have been, 
you know, it wasn't, it was a lifestyle for many, many years, of course, but I don't think people wanted to identify with it as they do today. Like they just wanted to get to, get it done and that would be it because uh, I never stayed in contact with many of them initially, no. Yeah, I could understand why because like I think, you know, swingers, because I've had a lot of swingers on and people who play with other people, right? And sometimes, you know, right. they, they have relationships and they keep coming back for more and they become friends and everything, but they're like two couples, you know? You see two couples mm-hmm. out at a restaurant, right? All the time, you think they're mm-hmm. just friends, you know? You see a couple, right? Maybe with a y- way younger, hot black guy, you know, all the time. And maybe you're like, what's going on there, right? Like maybe, it, you know, Absolutely. it's more like they're, you know, they have to hide it. It's even more taboo, right? Because it seems more obvious of what they're doing. And no, but they don't want anyone to know their business, which is totally cool, right? I get that. It, you know, right, right. you know, people's sex life really isn't other people's business. So I, I get that they would do it and then, you know, maybe disappear. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. That's definitely a good reason. Um, you know, I wouldn't be hanging out with them, you know, at a dinner party because it would be quite <laughs> obvious. Um, yeah, they and, got and a at black the time, belt. I was much on. Yeah, yeah, and I was like ten years younger than. That's them what I'm time, saying. So. It's so obvious. Right. Like even it's not even right. if you're black. Like even if you're like a really young white guy, you know, it's that people would be like, "What's going on there?" You know, it might would get people whispering and talking, right? Um, right. Whereas, like right. I said, the couple when they meet another couple, you know, it's a different story. You might not, you know, you might not be like, "Hmm, what what's that all about?" You just think they're friends, you know. So anyway, so you're starting now. Let me ask you this in your regular life, right? Because this is something secretly you're doing on the side. Are you dating people at the time? Are you in relationships? Are you seeing these people on the side? Are you single? Yeah, absolutely. Um, This my life in as a bull, I guess. Yeah, it's it, it definitely was interrupted by serious relationships, actually two real serious relationships mm-hmm. uh, later on mm-hmm. and then dating in between dating in between but um i never like once i was in the vanilla world i would never step into the swinging world um, right cool and you know yeah yeah so you weren't cheating or doing this on the side like you did this when you were single the minute you got in a, a real relationship right with a, another person you were monogamous and you put this on the back burner Absolutely. Right. But, you know, if the, if the relationship is going sour, you get that itch very quickly. And I always, <laughs> yeah. always ran, I always ran back to the lifestyle when I was single. Always. Right. Because that's what you really like. But you, you were able. Now, what was the longest relationship you've ever had? Are you married or anything now? 
No, I'm not married, never been married, been engaged twice. My longest relationship was five years. And then right. after that, it was about three years, yeah. Right, but you were able to keep it undercover for the, I mean, just to keep it at bay for that long. Now, did you ever reveal any of this stuff to your partners, those two women that you were in long-term relationships with? Uh, no, but mm-hmm. a relationship that went sour in a bad way, um, it actually came out because she was stalking me and had access to my emails and whatnot. Oh no! And yeah, and um, we were doing a, we were having a huge issue with custody in court, and so it's in the, my official court records that I was a swinger and I was meeting people for sex online. Oh my God! Why is that? Yeah, what does the, that even the, mean? Like, what? What is that even it, it, a, a part of a court nasty. case? But it was well, it. She was a. Was it against her that it, like? Wh- why were you in court? Because she was stalking you, or like because you were. Well, swinging? it was. I mean, it, that's was not... it was. It was. It was many many issues going on. We had a child together. Oh, okay. And, um, she she had a major personality disorders, and uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, during the love bombing phase, she access you know i trusted her she accessed my emails or whatnot she went yeah. back many years and was reading old craigslist uh uh messages to couples and when i was on the uh popular swinging site she went on there and she was stalking me for over a year even after we broke up so i had to take her to court and i had to have her sign an order to not do those things again essentially but that's wow. when it came out in my record so yeah, i was yeah, a yeah. little embarrassed yeah yeah i was a little embarrassed right yeah, wow. But and, the irony of that the yeah. irony about that is, is that while we were dating, she admitted to me that she once attended a swingers uh club with her girlfriend and she enjoyed it. But that was the extent of it. Right. Well, listen, she like you said, the she started to she knew about this stuff before it got ugly, right? She was reading stuff and everything. So obviously, right. she didn't run for the hills because she was, you know, freaky like that to herself. And she just used it against right. you when you broke up or was still doing that because she had her own mental issues with stalking and stuff, Absolutely. which is a totally different Absolutely. thing. Okay, so let's right. get back to like your Craigslist days right back in the day. So you have these okay. DPs, you're doing all this couple work, right? Do you ever start uh, now instead of just, you know, um, responding to ads, do you ever start posting your own ads? No, because it will never work. Um, uh, it, you would, I mean, I, I, really, I know how this, 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 this lifestyle works so yeah. well now. Mm-hmm. I, like, I have it down to a T. Yeah, teach, and, um, tell me about how, it. That's why I, I like talking to you. I don't care how good you. looking you are. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I don't care how good looking you are or yeah. what you have to offer or how large you are. You would, you would get virtually no one to contact you first. Mm-hmm. So I never put up an ad or anything like that. I was very proactive in finding these couples. I had some misses, some hits, um, and whatnot. But from Craigslist is where I actually caught wind of the a popular swinging site. So instead of so I moved from Craigslist to a legitimate site. What was where this I could site? Be like in the center. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Swingers Lifestyle. Swingers oh. Lifestyle. Okay, so swingerslifestyle dot com. Right. Yeah, it's like one of the best uh, swinger sites that they actually offer. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever heard someone t- uh, t- tell me about. They'll that. refer to it as SLS. Oh, SLS. SLS. Yes. Okay. You know right, what? I've right, heard if right. I've heard it as SLS for sure. Okay, go on. Right. So you went from so Craigslist. I, now you're on there as a like, and you have your own profile and stuff. Yeah, I have my own. Yeah, I moved from. Uh, I may have had maybe one or two more encounters with 
some white couples and yeah. whatnot. Oh, I actually had an encounter with a black couple, but that was on SLS now that I recall. But so I moved from Craigslist to a more legitimate, a safer site where I could like safeguard my images and write about myself and whatnot. Yeah. And then that's where it really, it really picked up. Um, it really picked up. And um, then you were there, you could really, you know, you kind of could sit back and have someone email you and then you can kind of go, you know, yes, we can meet or no, we won't meet. Um, right. So now were you just being hit up by a lot of like white couples? Because like, do you know, I mean, I don't know, because, you know, you've had a lot of these experiences, but do you know the history or what's the psychology behind the whole black bull thing? Like, what is it that white men want to see their wives get fucked by black guys? Like, is that do you know anything about that? I'm sure somebody does. I mean, I can't I can't, <laughs> I can't speak on it from as an expert, obviously, but yeah, I I, I I think because most people want the, the, I call it the BDE, the black dick experience. There's a lot of myth behind black men and our sexual prowess. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of women, uh, at least in the swinging lifestyle, they just have to do it. And I think a lot of men, it's a balance between jealousy and envy. And they want right. to see you do it too. Right. And a bit of fetishizing. You know, a lot of people fetishize about seeing their wife taken by a muscular black man. Right, and, that interracial you know, kind of, like visually, yeah, interracial just visually, thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Visually, mm-hmm. right. And from, my, and from my standpoint as a bull, I enjoy it as well. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a dark-complected black man. I yeah. have muscles and whatnot. I'm fit. Yeah. And I really enjoy the contrast and skin tones myself. Mm-hmm. So, I pref- so I prefer it. And I prefer the, you know, the quote-unquote gentle nature of a white woman and me being, a, you know... A, uh, you know, a strong black man and me taking this white man's wife. I love it. Right. Right. Obviously, because this is what you're, you know, what you did and what you realized you were really super into. Right. That aspect right, of that right. guy being there and this being his wife. If you're into it, that must be super hot. Right. That you're actually living out that experience in real life. Yes, it is hot. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And now, so you, so tell me about some of the, now you told me that you had a black couple reach out to you and it was on SLS. What happened in that yeah, situation? Very, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very, I, I mentioned that because in my, since 2002 to present, I've only um, slept with two black couples. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's not, um, it's the opportunity doesn't really present itself as much um for many reasons um one being that uh, you know i don't want to generalize but a lot of black men they don't like to lend out their wives yeah as 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 easily it's just it's not that they'll, they'll swing with other couples but they don't like to be play the cuckold bull role at all right um but i did find one couple um early on uh and um the husband and he was really a cuck because he told me exactly what he wanted me to do. He told me to come to his apartment, seduce his wife, and he would be looking, peeking in periodically, watching me have sex with this woman. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. It was very, and it was it was a little risky for me because it and it was in a neighborhood that wasn't that safe. But I was. I was younger and I was taking a lot of risks back then, but when I was <laughs> back right. in hindsight, it wasn't a good—it wasn't a good idea. Yeah, no. you don't but it was the, the experience as, was good. You don't think things through as much when you're younger, right? Remember those days? <laughs> this is like. Oh yeah, no, you don't. You yeah. don't. You don't. Um. So, but were they older or were they around your age? I mean, you said you were young at that time. 
Yeah, they were around my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were probably about, yeah, we were definitely within a, a year or two of age. Uh, but my role, it kind of my role kind of seemed like I was younger. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I guess the, psychologically, it seemed like my role that day with his wife, it seemed like I, would, I was playing the younger role, but we were close. We were closer to age, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that, I mean, um, you said he spelled it out to you, right? Exactly what was going to go down and what yeah, fantasy he, yeah, his, you his, his demeanor, mm-hmm. right. His demeanor was more of like an older man, like not mm-hmm. wanting to participate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just wanting to watch. Right, but directing and, you. Uh, you were more submissive. He yeah. was the more of the dom dominant one in that scenario right. somehow, right? Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And did you and enjoy that experience? A... No, I didn't. Oh, no, interesting. Um, no, I didn't. Um, not because the sex was bad. It's because I wasn't that attracted to her face. And... And um, I just wasn't, a. Uh, it was just awkward. She seemed awkward. I seemed awkward. And it was very early on. Mm-hmm. And here I am. I'm thinking about, like, my safety. You know, yeah. I trusted them. They were, they were good people, definitely good people. But I just, it just wasn't, I don't know, it was just something that I just didn't enjoy that much. Right, okay. And what about the other black couple? Right. Well, now I think about it, I had another couple where the husband was black and the woman was white. Mm-hmm. And I went to their apartment. Now I went to their apartment. That was a good experience, too. Um, she was a tall blonde, older, and he was a tall black man, older. And it was supposed to be a party. But this is another trick a lot of people say. They say, oh, more yeah, people are coming. And then when you... Oh. Yeah, it's a, a party. Yeah, they say more people are coming. Then you arrive and they say other people cancel. <laughs> Oh, that happens a lot? Yeah, that ha- that's happened a couple of times to me. Interesting. That's happened okay. a couple of times. I don't know why they would do that, but I, that's what they told me. So um, I went to their apartment, drove to their apartment, nice place. They were very welcoming, nice nice place. It was a townhouse. And um, the husband just had this kink where he he wanted me to edge and he wanted his wife to edge. What does edge mean? Like, uh, what is edge? Mean? Like, like it's like trying not to um, Come. orgasm. Right. Okay. And uh, we started out on the couch, and I remember I went down on her and I started licking her ass, and she she was really turned on, and she looked at her husband in his eyes while he was kissing. He's like, "Oh my god, he's licking my ass!" Mm-hmm. And it just and it just went to a hundred after then. We started. We went to the bedroom. We started taking turns on his wife, and um, but he was he was like a, a into I think, I think he was like into BDSM or something because he was really adamant about her not coming. Right, and you and, too. And then, yeah, and me too. And I was really getting annoyed. Like, <laughs> what, is this, what is this? I was like, what does this do want for me? We were having sex; it was great. Yeah, you know, and and he was like, oh no, don't you come now? Don't you come now? <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, like, this dude is, yeah, yeah, he was. And I was like, this dude is pissing me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm saying this in my head. I'm of listening course. to him. I, w- I want to be respectful. Yeah. But uh, he wouldn't let her come. He was a squirter. He did a lot of uh, fisting and stuff. I'm not really into that. Yeah. I have a lot of kinks, but I'm not into where they try to fist their wives to, to um, squirt and all that. But he was really in the way, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. And they actually hit me up like a, maybe like a week or two after on SLS, but I just ignored them. Because you weren't into it because of his role that he took, right? That scenario. Yeah, his real. role. His, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I don't, you know, 
I don't like taking orders like that. It was just annoying. The, she was into me, I was into her, and he was just like in the way, like giving both of us orders. So it really messed up the, the night. Yeah, yeah, I get that. What other experiences right. did you have? So but most of the people that would hit you up on there on SLS were white couples. Did you ever get like solo females, what the people would call the unicorn? Probably not, right? I mean, it was mostly couples. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yes, I'm glad you asked it, but that happened right before the first lockdown of last year, which would never happens to me at all. Right. It was very random. Um, I was, I was home. I was on SLS on and off. Like I'm typically am. If mm-hmm. I'm like closer around, around Wednesday to Friday, most people are on there just trying to set something up. Okay. Like and for the I weekend. get this very random. Yeah. For the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. So Wednesday, it starts to pick up. So I'm home and I get this very random uh, message on the website. And it's very straightforward. And it says, I like to get my pussy eaten. So, and you don't see an image of the person. So I start laughing. So I, I reply. I said, okay, well, can I see you? Yeah. And she, and the person on the side gave me access to a picture. And I didn't believe it because it was this very attractive Dominican girl. She was short. She was about 115 pounds, curvy, and very attractive with a lot of kinky hair, like a big kinky afro. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, is this real? Right. And so, you know, because this stuff just doesn't happen. That's why I said like it's that. the unicorn. Like, it, did, did you ever have that? That's because it's... It, right. They, I never had that experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we go back and forth. This is all happening, like, in the early afternoon, which is also very strange for me because mm-hmm. usually the conversation, you know. So I, she says, well, can I see you? I said, sure. So I open my picture. She says, okay, where do you live? And I'm like, this cannot be real. Right. So I give her my address, and within an hour, I see this black Honda pulling up. Oh, my God. Yeah, she parks across the street. You know, I'm all showered. The candles are burning. The house is all clean and whatnot, because I didn't expect this to happen. Yeah. And this very this, this, this woman comes into my house, and I'm like, holy shit, this girl is really attractive. She comes in my kitchen. We chat it up. She says, do you have any wine? I said, sure. I give her some uh, white wine. We start chatting, and she's like, you know what? I don't do any certification. She's very bossy. Yeah. I don't do any certification. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like, damn, okay. You know, how, how, what, do you, what do you mean? What if I don't want to give you a certification? She's very bossy, yeah. but very serious. Yeah. And um, I take off her jacket. I say, can I kiss you? And I, we started kissing in my kitchen, and we go straight upstairs. I take off her, she had on long leather boots, take off her boots, and her panties were wet. And I take off her panties, and I just started eating her out. And yeah. we, we fucked for three consecutive days before the first lockdown. No way. She just stayed over? I sw- no, she didn't stay over. Not that night. But Wait, she just kept coming back? That That's even more crazy. <laughs> Yeah, she yeah she did, which is very strange, and um, because this shit doesn't happen to me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish it did. Doesn't well, happen often, to most guys. Doesn't happen. No, it just doesn't happen to me. Um, and we fucked that afternoon. She yeah. lived about an hour away, mm-hmm. and I could call her up, um, late at night around ten, eleven o'clock, and say, "Come over, let's fuck," just like that. And she'll be like, "Okay." Right. And for the next three days, she came over. And we fucked. We had marathon fuck sessions, and. She and I were very aligned sexually, very aligned sexually. She was extremely nasty. I'm extremely nasty. We did everything. Right. You know, and it was, it was very good. She really, she introduced spitting to me, which I kind of liked, 
but she started spitting on me, spitting in my mouth. I started spitting on her, spitting in her mouth. She wanted two fingers in her ass while I was eating her. She, she, she went, uh, I mean, she did everything. Right. She did everything. And then once the lockdown happened, I, I smiled up. I said, holy shit, people are dying from this pandemic. Let me uh, chill out. So we, yeah, we, yeah. we stayed in contact. I'm like, you know, we're, we're exchanging lots of fluids and whatnot. Too, yeah. You know. So, so we stayed in contact and we fucked some more. Um, and I had a lot of plans for us. I really wanted to try some, some kinks that I had. But um, I also noticed that she deleted her account online and she was getting kind of like emotionally attached. Oh, uh, to you? Yes, she right. was because she wanted to ha- she wanted to hang out. I asked her, you know, hey, how do you feel about you know swinging with me with some couples that I know? I said, would you have a problem seeing me have sex with another woman? She was like, I will have problems seeing you have sex with another woman. So I so it clicked in my mind is that she's really not in the lifestyle because she deleted her account after she met me, and she doesn't want to see me have sex with anyone else. Right. Hmm. So she, you guys weren't so as we aligned, had, yeah, as you thought. Yeah, we weren't. We, I, I was, I was hopeful that okay, now I have a partner that's into the kinks that I like, and then I can maybe travel with or play with other couples as a foursome. Yeah. But she made it. She made it very clear that she really wasn't into that. She was like, I'm not. You know, she really didn't want to acknowledge where we met, actually, um, which is very strange for me. Well, she might have, I mean, did you ask her about her history? Like, had she ever done that? Was this her first time sort of meeting up with a strange man from online and having sex with him? I mean, did you, did you guys talk about any of that kind of stuff? Because maybe it was like her first time and she was a little freaked out by it. Well, here's, here's, here's my take on that. Is that, you know, I, and this is what I said to her. I said, you know what? Because I love people to be straightforward and honest with me. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, you just don't end up on SLS. (laughs) Right. Okay, you know you you know you just don't end up on a site like that right. by accident. Either you 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 search for it, or you 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 have a, a certain interest in it, and and then you got there by someone else. Um, I didn't go too deep in it, but I just gathered from the information she gave me that she may have done this before. Right. Right. You know so. But she but, wasn't, uh, I mean, she, listen, everyone has different kinds of kinks, right? She had a lot of kinks that you guys were on the same page with, but she didn't want, I mean, her thing was not to see you with another woman. Now, let me ask you this. Would you, would you have been into seeing her with another man? Yes, which okay. is, yes, because if I'm, if I'm not like in the vanilla world, the women that I've dated in the past, I don't think so. Okay, um, right. But, but the way we met, it's kind of like a different um <laughs> it's kind of like a different universe for me where anything goes and there's no jealousy there's no envy and you know right. I you don't didn't have mind. feelings like, for her no i didn't right. i didn't not at all mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. i didn't have feelings for her at all right um, cuz you know I, I i mean no keep we going we talked we she came over we would hang out before we had sex and she was good company so it wasn't like i was very cold to her you know what i mean 
Yeah, no, because I was thinking, like, I mean, you only, how how long before things shut down did you guys see each other for? Like, how long did you know each that other was, for a month? That was, three, that was literally three days yeah, before right. the first shutdown. Right. So, right. I, I mean, I feel like, you know, how could you cop feelings that soon into things? You know, maybe she felt like she was because, you know, sometimes that happens to women. They think, you know, when they orgasm, there are, like, chemicals that go through women that make them bond a lot quicker than men. But I was thinking, like, oh, the, maybe if there was a different time and you guys kept seeing each other you might have caught feelings for her here you you kind of you know met your match with her right you wouldn't it wouldn't be so vanilla so if you had that going on uh, you know um and you know who knows what could have happened it just wasn't enough time yeah it wasn't enough time um i remember her being and she was like staying at a hotel just like on the weekend with her friends or whatever and she invited me out when i was at work and i declined um I mean, because I didn't know her that well. You right, know what I mean? Right. I didn't know her that well, and I wasn't ready to go there. Um, but well, Like into um, the real world with her. Like, yeah, into the real world with her. I saw, it, I saw it as us being able to explore our kinks together and, and to be it. a team, essentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But just sexually, and, you didn't want like, to, like, go into her regular life, nor bring her into yours. You, you had pr- the no, boundaries no. set up. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, I wanted, I, I really wanted a, a partner that had the same kink and the same nastiness as I like and that was willing to play with me with other people. Right. And when I think we were close, we were close because I started showing her couples that I, that I um, was interested in and she showed me couples that, she, that was hitting her up as a unicorn on SLS and yeah. they were so attractive. I was like, you women have it easy. These yeah, people yeah, yeah. were beautiful. <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. And I was and I was very close. I was like, holy shit, I may get better access to better couples with her. And yeah. but, uh, it, it died out. Yeah. Right. Because you've never really had a partner where you could do both, right? These this has always been these two sides of you, the side of you that, you know, dates women and has regular relationships and this the kinky side of you have always been two separate things, right? You've never integrated them both whereas you've had a partner, right? Like where that you fell in right. love with that yeah. you can do it. Do you think that you ever could? I mean, do you think cause you said like I didn't have feelings for her, so I wanted to see her with other people, but do you think that you wouldn't you would not want to? Is that what you said before that you know, if you're when you really care about a woman, like you wouldn't be interested in swinging with her. Well, you know what? It's a good question. Um, the more of the podcasts I listen of yours, yeah, um, and the older I get, the less uh, I won't even say possessive because I'm not possessive at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. But the more I'm open to finding a partner, I hate. I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Uh-huh. I had such bad experiences, but. Hypothetically, if I were to find someone, mm-hmm. I would definitely introduce them into uh, sharing. That would be because I think uh, listening to these podcasts, it seems like it strengthens the relationship. It does for some people. I mean, if it's done in the right way and you're with the right partner and you have a really solid foundation, uh, you know, between you guys beforehand, right? It, it totally right. can strengthen the relationship and make the sex even better if that's what you guys are into, you know. I, before I did my right. show, I had no idea. And I always had a lot of guy friends and we always talked openly about sex. You know, I was always this person, right? I don't, you know, I don't take sex that seriously so I could get down talking about it. So my guy friends always told me everything, but I never heard from one guy ever, oh, I'm into seeing my 
girl get fucked by another guy. No way. And then when I first started doing my show, like I said, I got people on Craigslist. You know, and when this topic first came out, I was like, what? Like, you want to see your... You know, so many of my guy friends, I would go back to my guy friends and be like, oh, can you believe this episode I taped today? Like, (laughs) this guy, like... And they'd be like, I could never. You know, I would never. But, you know, over time, I just realized, uh, you know, this is something that is very prevalent. There are a lot of guys out there that dig it and like it, right? And I've heard right. many times on my show, or I have couples on that never even knew that they liked it, right? And I've asked them, like, right, right before it happened, and you saw your wife, would you have thought that you would be into it? And they're like, no fucking way. But when it happened, right. they were like, holy shit, I like this. This is a turn on, right? So, I mean, look at the guy right. that I just aired, Craig, the cuckold Craig. I mean, he already has like five times more downloads than any other episode, right? And people are down i see stuff like that on youtube you know and it's because it's a it's a popular fetish like a lot of people have that interest um it is it is you know a lot more than i would ever imagine so you might you know like you said that you're now thinking like maybe i would you know you might really be into it i mean you're into the opposite you know you're well it's obvious that you're into the opposite and maybe you you don't swing both ways i don't know i mean you do like taking the man's wife right you do like being the bull and that's what I love. That's right. why I love you being on the show because I, I I rarely talk to the bull. I'm I'm normally talking to the cuckold right. guy, right? But maybe you would wind up being a cuck if you had, and it, that doesn't have to have the humiliation aspect in you know involved in it. It could just be that you like to have your woman with another guy, but you have to meet that woman first, right? And really fall for her, and then see if that's something that you'd be into. Yeah, I the the looking at my numbers, it'll be very difficult. Just the type of women that I meet in the vanilla world, it'll be very hard for me to find someone that's willing to do that so i imagine that if i ever met someone it would be someone that's already in the lifestyle um but i would i wouldn't be a cuck i would probably be a stag because i want to participate i wouldn't want to sit in the chair and watch my girlfriend get fucked oh so that's the difference so the difference the stag yeah that's the difference oh interesting okay so A cuck is someone who watches or listens in, right? I think Craig was a very true cuck yeah. because he really, like, his wife would, his wife would like, put the phone on and he got to listen in. He was never really involved. So the stag is somebody who not only likes to watch her with someone, he becomes involved. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yes, I, okay. I believe so. Yeah. 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 So as a bull, I'm already very proactive in the lifestyle. So I could never take the, the role of not being active. So it would just be almost like a lateral move, if you will, yeah. of being a stag yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Um, but that's definitely something I could see myself doing in the future. Um, I think it works. And I'm really big into like orgies and stuff like that. Now that I'm, I just really love that type of energy and whatnot. So I would definitely be into it. Like the group sex kind of thing. Let's get to the um, all yeah, your I've done parties. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Let's get to that kind yeah. of stuff, right? Those stories. So okay. now, I know you said you traveled a lot and um, to like places where you know hiring right. sex right. is legal. So did you travel for work or did you travel specifically like uh, for leisure? And you went to places where that was the case because you're so you know into your yeah yeah. I travel, I travel for leisure and, um, I often, obviously if I'm single, I still travel. I travel, so I travel alone Yeah, and mm-hmm. I go and, um, and, but the, the, the initial, um, the me traveling was never 
for sex. It was just like, I'm just very adventurous anyway, obviously. Yeah. If I'm, uh-huh. a boy, I'm very adventurous. Yeah. So, I, you know, I traveled. I traveled to, you know, obviously Thailand, to Hong Kong, mm-hmm. uh, to Cape Town, South Africa. And I found myself sitting in a pot of gold. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you got a, a pocket full of money. Mm-hmm. You're far away. Yeah. You know, you look different. No one knows you. And um, so when I, you know, when I went to uh, Hong Kong, it was the most amazing life experience I've ever had. Um, they have these brothels with these little discreet ne- neon lights on the, on the entryway of these buildings. And you just simply walk in them and you, you, you look at a door it has a picture of the woman. It's very respectable. You go inside the room. There's a shower. It's very, uh, the, the environment is very uh, sexually encouraging. Mm-hmm. And you pay and you have sex with these women. And I never thought I would do that because I was in Thailand 20, 25 years earlier when I was in the service. And I had no interest in buying sex. I never yeah. thought I would do it. Yeah. But as an older man, it's like, holy shit, how often will I be able to sleep with a, you know, a beautiful Thai woman, mm-hmm. you know, legitimately. Mm-hmm. So I, I did it, and I really enjoyed it. I think one night I binged and did it like four or five times. Oh, my God. How much American dollars does it cost about around? It was, I say you can get a woman over there for under 100 maybe 60 bucks. Right. And now, you know, how yeah. does that work when you go into one of those places? Like you see the picture of the girl, right? And then you go in. Now, do you have a conversation about what's on the table or what's not allowed or what is allowed? Or, I mean, well, it depends. Yeah, it depends. They have they have nightclubs and they have brothels. The nightclubs are just amazing because the, you can tell any taxi driver you want women and they go take you to one. They already oh, really? know where they are. So you just get in and yeah, say yeah. It's a, women. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah, you could just say women. <laughs> oh you my know, God. They, and actually, a lot of the taxi drivers in Hong Kong and Thailand, they'll bring it up to you. Do you want women tonight, so especially at night? Oh, interesting. Okay, and because... You, and you say yes or no. You say, no, I'm not interested. I want to go out to dinner. They say, oh, you want to see women? You say yes, and they'll take you right there. You don't know where the hell you're going. And then, but so, and you'll and then, go to these... Yeah, so where mm-hmm. do they drop you off? What's going on in those places they drop with those you women? Off, Right, in Hong Kong, uh, it, for example, they had this huge nightclub, I guess, and there's a lot of men outside, and they treat you with the red carpet treatment. You get out of your cab, and they look at you, they, they grab your hand, and they bring you into this huge this huge nightclub. And what you see is amazing. You see maybe 30 or 40 Asian women, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful women with, mm-hmm. with numbers, with numbers on their on their dresses or whatever, uh-huh. you order a drink, you mingle, whatever, and you 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 point to the ones that you want. You say, "I want number 18. and someone says eighteen, and she stands up, and then she escorts you to the other side of the building where she has her room, and a mama son comes in there, drops off towels and whatnot. It's really amazing. Wow. And you could say, I want 18, 5, and 6 and leave with three women. It's no big deal. Right. It's whatever you want. And then, and so there's... What, like, whatever you want. And there's like, like you said, a mama son that's, you know, helping yeah. out, right? And now when helping you said, out. I it's want... It's really legitimate. Yeah. When you say, I want 18, who are you saying that to? The bartender? I mean, who's around? Are there people... Well, there's like, they have like, they have these hostesses. 
right, that okay. are there to help you. Right. They, they help you. They get you your drink. You sit down. They say, what do you want tonight? Do you like? And the women are like, they're like raising their hand at you. Like, oh, pick me, pick me. Which, right. you know, it's crazy. Now, do you see couples in there? And, or is it mostly guys hiring me? Oh, um, I've never seen couples there. Right, so no, it's all I've never guys. seen couples there. Yeah, it's all guys. And local guys, too. It's not American or uh, European, man. It's like local guys as well. Oh, interesting. And the girls seem of right. age, at least? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's legitimate. Right. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I, I know the difference. It's legitimate. And you can tell the women are way are older, you know what right. I mean? And right. it's so it's so well organized, it almost takes the fun out of it. <laughs> right. It's, you know, it's nothing seedy about it, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's really well organized. Mm-hmm. Um, the women, they wash you. That's really big in Asia. They, you, they, they bathe you before sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very clean. It's a cleanliness is uh, very uh, clean. Number one, uh huh. Right. Um, so I did that experience, and I did another experience where I went into a massage parlor, and um, I was getting a massage, and by this, she was a mature Asian woman with a big bush. Mm-hmm. And your bush, you and love that. Was, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, right. And she was attractive, but she was older. And she started massaging me, and I'm like, okay. And then she just starts staring at me like, okay, what's next? I'm like, am I supposed to, like, have sex with this woman here? And she's looking at me, so I open her legs. She had beautiful, thick legs and beautiful feet and, and long, dark hair again. And I put on my condom, and I have sex. I enter her, and she just starts wailing out and moaning. And I see her creaming on me, which turns me on. Yeah, and I and I go at it, and I go at it. She's definitely feeling it. I'm feeling it. I I come, and I'm like, holy shit! I it was just a huge rush for me because I'm yeah. like, I'm having sex with this this mature Asian woman, and it's it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just hooked, and I was just so turned on. It was crazy. But and she was into it. I mean, it wasn't even because I think some people the turn off to paying someone for sex is that maybe they feel like, oh, they're just doing it for the money. Right. I mean, you really like you right. know, you saw her physically. You know, you could see right. that she was actually really into you and turned on. She by was very scenario. into it. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. Right. And, and, you know, you've had I've had experience with a woman was mechanic mechanical she was very mechanical about it yeah you could tell it was just a routine but this experience is really good because i saw her creaming she was moaning yeah i was into it you know it was great um Mm -hmm. i also had a a filipino woman in hong kong she was younger she probably was like in her early 20s she was very attractive and um we had sex in a brothel you had to pay this brothel she wasn't like a part of it. you had to walk into it and pay yeah so I paid like $10 and, uh, and after we had sex, she was like, okay, you don't have to pay me. I'm like, no, I'm going to pay you. So she was into it as well. Cause I never had a woman say, you know, you don't have to pay me. I was like, yeah. you know, what's, why would I not want to pay you? I paid her, but she was very attractive and we had good sex that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was binging. I was really binging. I, I, even in my hotel, I even ordered, uh, I did a, the the room service. I ordered a woman to come, but uh, she was not my type, and she didn't look like her pictures. So I just like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. 
Wait a second. Tell me that experience. How yeah. do you find out? Okay, because like I get that you could go, you know, there's all this code shit going down that, you know, that you have to kind of be in the know to know this, right? So right. now, what, where are you? What country are you in that you could order? Well, well, well you go online. Well, listen, I'm, let me tell you something yeah. about me. When I want something, I find a way. And, all you right. know, it's, it's always a reminder to me that I can really achieve anything. Yeah. Because when it comes to, like, sex and meeting what I want, I really go deep. Yeah. And I find it. Yeah. And, um, and they, they have these apps or they have these websites in Asia where, you, you know, you just say, like, Asian um, prostitutes or escorts, rather. And they have these sites, and you can change it from whatever language you want. English. Right. Yeah. Spanish, whatever. So, you know, I found this website and you go online and you put in the city where you're staying. I was staying in Kowloon, uh-huh. uh, Kowloon, which is very popular in Hong Kong. Uh-huh. And, and I put Kowloon in, I put my, the, the, the area code and, and then they have these pictures of these women. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, uh, it's kind of like escorting, you know, they're laying on their bed with stockings on, you know, they have, they have like, online now or offline yeah and then you just pick the one that you're attracted to and you order them and they come and they come to your and they're, they're like they, they come to your hotel right right and now how do you i mean how bad do you feel that you have to send her packing because you're not interested in her like i don't know how do you tell a woman that without i don't know i would be insulted no yeah yeah no i think she she knew that i knew she wasn't i was like Okay, you don't look like the picture. I don't think she was insulted at all. Really? Um, she looked kind of out of place, like she was just trying to hustle. Uh-huh. But I was smart enough. I was, I was staying in a very, a very well-known, nice hotel there. And so she was just completely out of place. You know what I mean? Right. But I just, I, I, I kindly said, you know, yeah, this is not going to happen. And, and she, she, before she did that, though, I said, you know, let me see your ass. And she pulled down her panties so I could see her ass. Because I was like, shit, you know, I'm horny. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? It's, it's not worth it. So oh she left. God. It was no problem. Oh, yeah. God. No problem for you. When I put <laughs> right, down my yeah. ass and show it to someone and they're like, oh, no, thanks. You could leave now. <laughs> I'd go right, home and cry. Right. right. I know. I know. I, I mean, know. how many times has that happened for you? Even going back to SLS, right? When you're, I mean, most of the time mm-hmm. on there, you're seeing pictures, right? But I don't get the, I don't get that concept of people posting, you know, fake pics to get someone to reach out to them and then showing up like, you know, you know, or, or even not fake pics, but pics from 20 years ago, right? Looking where you look oh, so I know much the better. Difference. Why do people do that shit, you know? I don't understand. Yeah, I know. I know the difference. I know the difference. Um, I guess what about my, the most common thing for me would be that it would be a little bit heavier, but most of them look like they look. Right, right. But every Um, now and then, you can definitely tell. This girl shows up at your place and she doesn't look like her pictures that you ordered online, right? I think you would get that more if you are buying sex. Right. As opposed to on the lifestyle site, because there's a lot of vetting on the lifestyle site. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very easy. I mean, I, I'm, I have it down packed to the point where I could, the grain, the grain of the picture, I know if it's old or not. You know what I mean? You know, or the hairstyle or the clothing style or, or the furniture in the picture. You know if it's old or not. Right. Or even like, listen, if it was taken before iPhones, you could tell the difference between that kind of picture than the picture that the iPhones take. Right. So, you know, because you've been doing this for so long, whether you're getting the real deal or not. Now, yeah, I've never been duped. 
Yeah. Did you go back to Thailand and um, Hong Kong a lot because, uh, you know, of all the sex you had there and you're like, oh, this is a great place uh, to travel? Well, I've been to Hong Kong twice. The yeah. other time, I guess it wouldn't really count because it was a layover. But um, no, I don't. I don't travel for sex. It's, right. I don't. I don't travel for sex. It was kind of like, yo, I want to have some fun. Yeah, in Hong um, Kong. You know, there's a I huge mean, language. Yeah. Yeah, Hong yeah. Kong looks amazing. I mean, I live in a city, you know, so I like cities. And Hong Kong, when I see pictures of it. It looks fucking amazing the way that the city it's just amazing. visually looking, right? It's I've heard and I, I have friends that have been and they say it's like you, nothing you've ever experienced before, right? Just like as far as traveling right. for fun, amazing. you know, right? Right, right. It's really is. I'm so adventurous just by nature. Yeah. So and when I tell people I'm all over the world, I've been to like sixty countries. So I'm all over the world by myself. They always are like, "Why?" And I'm just like, "This is just how you got to live your life." And when you're in a place as exciting as Hong Kong, it's yeah. just like, it's like I could do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's such a beautiful, exciting place. And then if you put the element of women into it, it really, it really brings a trip to 100. Right. Now, have you ever yeah. paid for sex here in the U.S.? Or no, you, never. Right, never, right? You don't have no, to. I you're never. on SLS still? Right. I date, I mm-hmm. date, and, you know, I meet women... I mean, I, I don't date as much as I would like to. It's really difficult. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's just really difficult. I would, you know, but I've never paid in the U.S. I probably would never would because I'm not really a guy that pays for sex. Right. You don't need to. But, yeah. No, I don't think I need to. No, but um, the U.S. is just way too risky. It's all for types sure. of things and yep. operations and whatnot. It would just ruin your life completely. So I go to where it's legal. Exactly. Right. And if you're going to do it, you do it where it is legal. And when you're here in Absolutely. the States, you go on SLS. Now, since COVID, because I know that you said right before uh, the lockdown, you had that girl that you met that was great. You don't talk to her anymore, right? No, um, I, I, um, I have a tendency of, uh, it sounds awful. I have a tendency of, I work a lot. But I also have a tendency of, you know, if we're not having sex, there's no reason for us to talk. Uh-huh. So I would go, you know, a few days or a week or so, and we wouldn't talk unless, uh, you know, we wanted, unless she wanted something, I wanted something. There was a period where we didn't talk, and she texted me, like, you know, did, you, did I scare you away? And I replied, no. Um, you know, I said, we play sometimes and we take breaks, and then she blocked me. So that was it. Yeah, listen, I think it's smart to have ended things with her because even for her, she didn't understand that she might have been copping feelings. And you have to, I think, you know, to have a really successful just booty call relationship, there shouldn't be right. anything other than that because that's when it starts, the, the lines start to get blurred and everything, you know. And I have a lot of guy friends that are like just banging girls and they're like, oh, she's so fucking, she wants this and she wants that. I'm like, yeah, that's because you're texting her 24-7 and you are hanging out with her other time. So like, you right. know, your action should match what you're saying is going on, right? If you just want to fuck, buddy, right. just fuck and that's it. Don't be, you know, you... Right them to feed your ego in between and all this bullshit if that's all you want don't lead her on because all that other blah 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 shit 
emoji emojis and all that crap will make a girl think <laughs> you like her. You know what I mean? And the guy Absolutely. doesn't mean anything. He just thinks he's looking for sex. Like just fucking text her when you want to have sex and that's it. And then see you later. You know, so I think it's better that right. you put a halt to that because what she didn't understand because she wasn't consciously like trying to, you know, make you her boyfriend. But that's what she would have started to cop feelings with you when you start to cross that line. Right. So. You know, I think I, it is yes, better to keep it clean like that. That's the way to have a to really find the the right girl for you that will is okay with just having that, and that's all she's really looking for, right? There shouldn't be any other stuff. I've had successful long term no, booty calls, and there's nothing else going on besides that. That's it. Absolutely. Are you ready and now? Yeah, let's fuck. Okay, see you later. And then you go back yeah, to your life right. and you forget about them until you're horny. And that's it. When And right. I've had unsuccessful booty calls. I've been the girl that cop feelings for people I'm just having sex with tons of times in my life. And it's because there's all that other nonsense going on, you know? Right. And I live alone. I live in a, I live in a nice home. I live alone. I don't have any kids running around. So... There's no excuse for her to not stay over here. She stayed over here one night or two. Yeah. But they see that. They see the space. Yeah. They see that you're home, and they could just have a place to, like, get away. Yeah. And and it's just really just a, it's, it could be a disaster because, <laughs> you know, it's not what I wanted. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I get for her too, like why she sees a slight window of opportunity and she tries to go for it because as a woman that, like, you know, is that – you know, she had balls to, to do what she did, right? right? To go on there, right. find a guy that she didn't know, go to his house. Like, she was really living out her sexual fantasies. I, you know, and she, like I said, is very ballsy. So for her to maybe try to see if that could translate into something else, I get it. Why not? Because it would probably be hard for her to find a guy that is that she could do that with and maybe, you know, even not consciously, right. but subconsciously she was feeling it out if this could be something else. Because even when you were telling me the story, I was like, oh, this might be actually a, a really good girl for you to date, right? Because if you had that other stuff right. going on, you could really be all of who you are in one relationship, right? Instead of doing it sometime right. like this or something. Not that it doesn't, it works for you the way you have it set up now, but you know, whatever. So I get why she would feel that way, but I think it was smart of you to cut it off and not, you know, lead her on because a lot of guys do right. in that situation, and it's bullshit. Well, well, she she cut me off. I well, good for honest. her. Yeah, her. right. Good yeah, for her. Yeah, she blocked. She blocked me. Yeah, she blocked me because. So you know, I I don't chase, and I respect people's faith. No, but that's good. So I yes. just let it. Right. Yeah. yeah, and good for yeah. her to do that because maybe she was starting to cop feelings if she got such an emotional reaction to that that she was like blocking. That was good that she did for herself too. Like if she was my friend, I'd be like, right. that's good. Get away from him because it's, you know, he's giving you the clear message that he doesn't want what you want or it's not going to go that way. So whatever. Right. You know? Right. Fuck him. Definitely. But um, so have you seen anybody else? Like, let's end it on this. Like, like what's been going on since her? Like, we've all been in lockdown. I don't know. It, depending on where you live, it's a different kind of situation, right? I know I've been in a place where we're super locked down in New York City. But for you, I mean, have you been doing any kind of, you know, bull scenarios? I have. Okay. I have. I, um, I met a couple about a year or so ago mm -hmm. and we, we 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 talk we talk regularly yeah and this is a, a very attractive white couple well-to-do big family busy life and our first experience was mind-blowing because this woman is a bombshell right and 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 she's she's exactly what i like you know a beautiful woman natural blonde fat ass you know small perky tits beautiful face beautiful teeth all of that and we hit it off our first episode, 
in the hotel. We had a great time. And then we stayed in contact. And uh-huh. we played we played uh, about a month ago. And they invited me on vacation in the summer. And I'm going to go with them. So hopefully that works out well. Oh, no way. Now, where did you see them when you saw them recently? Was that I, uh, we, I, I, Well, the first time we went to a hotel, had yeah. a blast. Yeah. And the second time, they invited me to their home. That's how I know their house is just beautiful. Oh, okay, right. So they, 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 they have a huge home. So they stuck me into their home. Mm-hmm. And we had a great night. A great night. It was about, about a seven, eight-hour night. Wow. It was like I, started, I got there like around 9 o'clock, and I left like 3 or 4. Oh, wow. And the it guy got involved, and it was that kind of thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a stag. He's a stag. He, he's older, but attractive and fit, and this guy could fuck all night long. More than me, actually. Oh, my I got to be honest. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he cleans up occasionally. I clean up my own occasionally. Uh-huh. Um, the, and um, the, the, the most recent episode we had was at the same hotel, um, and we actually did anal. You with her, right? And me with her, mm-hmm. and which was, you know, a next level of intimacy with them because I know them. You know, yeah. what I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was, it was a great. It was another long night. It was great. So, this is my first experience actually staying in contact with a couple. Oh, interesting. You know I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and where did they invite right. you? Like, uh, they're, they said they're going away, and they said, "Hey, can you come? We'll they're pay going for you." To like- the, they're going to. They're going to a lifestyle um, uh, resort in the Caribbean. Oh, interesting. And they, okay. And they invited me. So it, it's a lifestyle uh, resort. So there will be a lot of sex in the open and whatnot. So, <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, sure, I'll go. So I booked. We'll see if it works out. I hope it works out because they're fun to be around. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have to call in and give us that story. Right. Right. It'll be and, a little update. Yeah. Right, and I met another couple. This yeah. is a, the second black couple. A couple, we, a couple, about a month or so ago, and the sex with them was out. It was outrageous. It was so good, and we're trying to hook up again. Um, very attractive couple. Mm-hmm. Um, there, uh, and the, she, I, I just devoured her because she turns me. She ticks all of my 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 buttons, man. It's just the sex with her is very fulfilling. So I'm trying my damnest to get back to them. So we're working on it. Wow. People are going to love your stories. You ha- I mean, I know in the <laughs> beginning, before we started taping, you were like, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't really have a story here. I was like, yeah, trust me, you <laughs> right. do. Uh, right. I knew right. you would. Right. Wait until you see right. the numbers of this. I mean, like I said, I look at the stats of things, right? So I could tell, like, what kind of kinks are really popular uh, compared to others, right. you know? And like I said, I, I was mm-hmm. very surprised in the beginning that this kind of thing even existed. Uh it, but it, it it does exist, and there's a lot of people that are into it because they're always downloaded. I love that I got to talk to you because, like I said, I haven't had this angle, you know? And I think sure. people are going to be so into hearing from the Black Bull because that's who you are, right? Right, absolutely. It, yeah, it's great. I love your stories. I love how honest you were Thank about you. everything. You weren't too graphic. Now, I do this new right. thing, and I'll cut this out, but I, no, I won't cut it out. I'll leave it in. But I do this new thing where I post anonymous pics because everyone was always sending me pics. I'm like, I don't fucking look at them. But if you send me a pic without your head in it and you want me to post it for people to see who you are but not see you, you know what I mean? You could do that, but it's just certainly not something that you have to do. It's just something, a new feature that I have. If you're interested, you could do okay, that. Okay, so just a 
body shot. Just a body shot, no faces. I keep it in line with my oh, show. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, cool. So people yeah, will I'll love that. that. People could sign up for my Patreon to see your picture of Wesley. Right. Thank you so much for right. calling in. This was fucking fascinating. Right, thank you. I think it's uh, thank you so much. something new. Your stories are new and fresh. And uh, people are going to love it. Now, listen, I'm going to cut this part out. I have a new sponsorship with Promescent, which is like a sexual wellness company. And I want to make sure okay. that I air that promotion, uh, pair it with like my most popular episode. So your episode is probably going to be about three weeks from now because I'm not post. I'm not starting that um, sure. pro- pro- sponsorship until not this Sunday, next Sunday. Uh, yours, this is going right. to be a very popular episode. So I have to hold it until then because I want a lot of people to listen and buy that shit. You of know course. what I'm saying? So, of course, of course. So I, listen, if, if it wasn't that, if that wasn't the case, I'd be airing you this Sunday because when I get good ones, I like to fucking put them on, you know, because I know <laughs> they're going to be popular. But yours, I'm going to hold <laughs> yours out so that when I'm doing the Promescent um, sponsorship, uh, I get a lot of downloads. So you'll be on, I do the guy first. I have another one that's as good as you. Oh, no, I think I do. No, yes, I have two. So you'll be on either three or four weeks from now. But you'll be, once you hear Jeff from Promescent, once you see that episode, because I'm airing the okay. CEO first, after that, within okay. a week or two weeks, yours is going to be, yours, yours will be within that time frame, okay? So um, just okay. hold on Sounds and good. get me that pick you, whenever you can, okay? And I'll just hold on to it and post yeah, I'll it, do it for, with your episode. Yep. All right, awesome. You're the best. Thank you so much for calling in, Wesley. This is sure. a great story. And then you're yep. going to come back on after your summer vacation if you if you go on it. Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. All absolutely. right. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is 